Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. You can only control you. It's something we should remind ourselves of all the time. Because how many times are you in a conversation or you have a relationship with someone? It could be work. It could be family, friendship, neighbors, literal neighbors. And you wish that you could just smack someone upside the head to see what you see or to understand how you feel and where you're coming from. And sometimes we don't have the words. Sometimes we don't know what to do in order to get, I don't know, our feelings, our point across. So I think for us, if that's the situation that you find yourself in sometimes, is to breathe and to allow God to give you words to help you through the situation. Sometimes it's hard to pray in the midst of a conversation. I totally get that. But if we're going to go into a situation with someone where it might just come up, why not prepare? Why not think about what it is that you're going to say if that topic comes up? Because it's hard to think of the right words when you're in a state of emotions. We all know that. And all too often, we don't stop and say, Holy Spirit, come so that we're coming from a place of love and not of accusation or name-calling or any of the other ways that we fight that are not (laughs) coming from a place of love. It's about reflection. I find that the more I sit and reflect on the situation that maybe just passed, sometimes we can learn what to do and what not to do based on a situation that just happened. So if we always try to come toward a person a situation, even toward God with a loving heart, he's going to fill in the gaps. He's going to give you the words and the pieces. And that is what it means to live 
with God, to live in his spirit so that he can guide you through your day, through your words. Because you'll find if you actually take that time to be with God, let's say it's your spouse and you wake up and you're a little bit irritated, agitated, whatever, you know that your attitude is not correct. It's not aligned with the love of God. So what do you got to do? You've got to talk to God and you've got to say, Lord, help me. Because spousal disagreements or relationships are complex. And we are supposed to love one another, but we're also not a doormat. So it's an interesting dynamic. And there will be a completely different attitude that you have if you talk to God first. If you thank him and you pray for that person first. Because when you do, it's a difficult Situ- it's, it's a difficult situation becoming easier because you're already feeling a more tender heart, maybe more love for that person. Nobody wants to be angry at somebody else. Nobody wants to be resentful. These are emotions and feelings and things that we have to deal with. Even if you have forgiven someone, but you don't have the feelings that associate with that forgiveness, you're kind of in a state of flux. And remember, people are not mind readers. And we only control ourselves. How are we reacting to those individuals in our lives that we have some issues with? How are we reacting to the ones that are in our lives who we see almost 24-7 that we might actually take for granted in our lives and even be more rude perhaps because they are there all the time and they know you more than anyone? If we let go of us trying to control other people or to have them react in a certain way, the way that we think that they should, and until they do, we're not going to be happy. We've got to give it to God. And again, reflect because a lot of reflection time truly helps you be clear on what to do. Because if you don't sit down and assess a relationship that ain't all that great and look at yourself, I like to say look at yourself with adult eyes because some of these relationships have been damaged since we've been kids. Like with family and stuff. And now as an adult, you may look back and be like, that was just so stupid. Why do I even think about this stuff with 
my brother or sister anymore. That was ancient history. <laughs> Why do I still harbor these feelings of resentment toward him or her? It's like God honestly, in your moments of reflection, pulls the scales off of your eyes. And a lot of it is our scales of how we see ourselves. So I've got a few minutes. Let me just kind of give you an update of what is going on, of talking about how I have been allowing the Lord to just do what he's going to do. You you may know, you may not know. Gosh, I don't even know if I've told you all about this, but we are taking a little vacation. We're going to go down to Tennessee. Then we're going to go to Georgia and visit his family. And then we're going to take a couple of days and just do something ourselves on the tip of Florida's panhandle. And then we're going to go down and visit my mom who's in Florida. I'm looking so forward to weather that is nice. Anything over 40 degrees is wonderful for me. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I'm probably not going to be doing my podcast for the first week. We don't know how long we're staying, but I might come here and there just to say hi, kind of talk to you a little bit about how everything is going on vacation mode. So this whole week and the week before have been so weird. Like, are we even going on vacation? <laughs> I don't have a thing packed. I don't even know what clothes I'm going to fit into. I've got to go kind of try on the whole second closet of the summery, springy clothes, and I have no idea what will fit. I am not really even all that excited about going. The one thing that I was excited about was actually meeting with a builder but that meant that I had to get my husband to get off his duff and help me with a floor plan. You can see maybe where my relationship comments are coming from because I was like, dude, it's this week. They are courteous enough to be wanting to, to meet with us on Friday, but we haven't gotten them squat. So we finished it, but there's one more thing the Word document with the explanation that needs to come with the floor plan. And so I go downstairs. My husband's on his phone. He's not working on the Word doc. So I breathed <laughs> and I escaped back up to pray and then to do the podcast. So yeah, I'm going to approach it a completely different way. But I am going to get that off today. And yes, we are going to meet with a builder. Do we know how much this floor plan is going to cost? No, but that was the point of getting it to them before we meet with anybody. It might be too expensive. So I sit and I give it to God. You know that this whole moving thing has been really frustrating for me. I so desire to be down there. I really do. And the scary thing is, is I think <laughs> if this pans out, we will be down there sooner than later, but we'll also be living in a shell of a home. That means the drywall is up and that's it. No flooring, no cabinets, no refrigerator, no stove, no toilet, no, no shower. Like we are going to do it all. 
Yeah. Maybe not the granite countertops. We might have somebody else come in and help with that, but pretty much everything else. And that ain't my thing. I am not a builder. That is my husband's charism, and he's got it in spades, which is great, but I don't. So this will be interesting. But anyway, I just had to give it to God. I said, Lord, I am going to give this to you completely this whole week. I really want to enjoy the time. There's a couple of, you know, things that are going on, other relationship kind of things that are going to come in the mix of this vacation that I'm not excited about, but have to deal with. So yeah, it's been wild. And yet, I am still, I lost another pound. I am still on track. We're looking at day, what, 17? I got caught up on my catechism in a year. Boy, that's dry in the beginning, isn't it, (laughs) y'all? But it's good. And the cool thing is, is you look at the whole book and it's really about prayer. It's the creed broken down and it's the Our Father. It's just awesome. Amazing. Anyway, I'm still, I had worked out yesterday. I did a high interval intensity training. I didn't eat as much as I probably should have last night. I feel a little bit of a, of a puffiness. I'm still back in ketosis as of like three in the morning. I got up and somehow I just decided I was going to test my urine and I was back into, into ketosis last night. I had a big glass of red wine and I enjoyed it before I ate my dinner and that was all I had. People. This is very strange for me to be cool with not drinking, be cool with not really eating, be cool with exercising every day. I'm going to do some legs and maybe, maybe get out for a long walk. I'm not sure. I got to go get a haircut today because this mane of mine is getting out of control. But I'm telling you, it's been an incredible walk, and I'm not saying I'm there. It'll be interesting to see what I do when I'm down in Florida, and it's not just sitting around the house. I truly do think I'm still going to stick with the intermittent fasting. Why not? And I'm also saving money. I mean, if I can just go out and, you know, enjoy an outside lunch with my mom and my husband and not eat, that's a bonus. (laughs) I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. And I'm sure my mom will be shocked maybe to look and see that we're not needing to crack open a wine at five o'clock or something like that. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Again, I'm just trying to take it day by day. And I pray that God put some excitement in me and that, you know, I get back into a zeal for getting into a car for eight hours on Thursday and all of that. I just, I just pray that my heart is grateful and fulfilled and I'll still come to you tomorrow, but not Thursday and Friday. 
and also the following week. And by the way, if any of you catch me on the Wisdom app, I have not been on there for weeks. And I'm probably not going to be on there for another couple weeks. I don't know, maybe 9 a.m. on a Saturday was probably not a good idea um, regularly. I will try to get back on that thing. Um, So sorry about that. I should probably take that off of my profile so people don't try to tune in every Saturday at 9 and I'm never there. All right. Well, that's kind of it. I'm super excited for what God is showing me in reflection. It's all too frequent that we just sit with our emotions and let our emotions run with us. We need God to make things a clear perspective for us. We need God to put our heart in the right spot and have the right attitude toward the people in our lives and that we can only control ourselves. This advice goes for every person in our lives. Every person. Even when the going is going good, we should be reflecting. Why is this going good? What is different? Maybe it's more intimacy, more cuddling, more kissing, more true intimacy in the marital act if it's a spousal relationship. Maybe it is telling someone you love them or just being there and listening and they are grateful for not trying to fix it, but just being there as a friend. You know, we should be reflecting on the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, (laughs) why do we seem like we're in a rut right now? Versus a month and a half ago, and we seem like we were on cloud nine. Okay. I love, oh, let's pray. One, one quick prayer, quick prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Please protect us, Lord. Protect our hearts. Make sure that we come to you so that you can tenderize them, so that the walls that we have around our heart can come down and we can allow people in and allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Lord, please guide us today, lead us today in our words, in our actions, our thoughts, our deeds, so that we can have the relationships with people in our lives that are loving and beneficial and true. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I heard a puppy barking outside my window. My neighbor's got a new puppy, so cute. I haven't seen him yet, but I saw pictures on Facebook. Puppies, they're so cute. Okay, on that note, I love you all. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day. There's one more thing I want to say. I woke up this morning and I didn't have an ache. I didn't have an ache. I rolled the covers off, got out of bed, 
had a couple of snap crackle pops, which is my ankles and my, you know, feet and things, which is great because it just loosens them all up. When they don't crack, I know I've got inflammation. And it, it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm walking around without stretching. This is what I'm telling you. It really matters to have muscle. The muscle is making such a difference. I'm telling you. I'll come in a video. I've got to come in a video. I haven't been in a video in a while. And I may do a few videos while I'm on vacation. I mean, you got to kind of, you know, grab the beautiful beach and maybe there's a few insights that come along the way. So catch me on YouTube. But okay, I'm, <laughs> I still have tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. <laughs> have a blessed and inspired day.